bless you. Praise God for you. Um, I just want to encourage you. I was encouraging uh, some folks uh, a little bit ago on Facebook and uh, just feel like I need to come and just share this with you, no matter where you're seeing this, that God is leading you to a leap in this season. This is a special day, 11-22-22, November 22nd, 2022. I'm not going to get into a lot of the details on why that number is so significant, but I will share with you with the that there is a time and a season where the Lord is going to open doors for you to enter into the next for your life. And I know I'm talking to somebody right now because the Lord has shown me so many of us, and this is, could quite possibly be you, are living in very uncomfortable times. The money's funny. People are in your life that are making your life miserable or very uncomfortable. You might be working with people, very uncomfortable. You're questioning your career. You're questioning the job you work at. Should you just get another job? You're questioning uh, a lot of different things. You're questioning even what you believe. And the Lord has allowed this discomfort so that you won't want to stay here. I want to encourage you. It's built in so that you will be more ready to move. It's moving season. It's time for you to transition out of the now and into the next for your life. Can I minister to you today? The Lord has shown me many of us are on the 11th floor, but he wants us on the 12th floor. The Lord literally in a dream took me to the 11th floor and he so showed me. And even the numbers on the doors of the apartments were not properly secure. They were ragged. The, the 11th floor was not a place that you would want to, to purchase uh, property. This is a place you don't stay for a long period of time. This is a place you stay because you have to. This is a place you stay to survive. This is a place you stay. This is a place you buy. This is a place you go to day by day because you need a place to lay your head. But it's not the future. It's not where you're pursuing. It's not the destination. It's a pit stop on a bigger journey. Glory to God. And that's what the word of the Lord is for you today. No matter what you are dealing with, no matter who you are dealing with, no matter how many confusing words or, or confusing thoughts you're having about your future, the Lord has a plan for your life and he wants to be at the center of it. Look at Jacob. Jacob grabbed the Lord and he said, I will not let you you to let go. There are some things in your life right now that do not belong. There are some relationships in your life that do not belong. There are some attitudes in your mind that do not belong. They don't line up with the what? Word of God. They don't line up with his thoughts for you. The Bible says that God has thoughts he thinks toward you. He wants you to have his thoughts about you. He wants you to be affirmed in your stability and your protection and your safety in him. The Lord dwells in you. The Lord wants you to dwell in him. He wants it to be a concert. He wants it to be a, a couple. He wants it to be you walking with him. And so you can be in a place that's temporary because the Lord, just like with Jacob, allows you to do a whole lot of stuff in your own strength. You do a whole lot of stuff in your own intellect. You do a whole lot of stuff without faith. You say you believe, but you're not putting it into practice. The time is now for you to put it into practice. I see you standing before open door and there's lush green grass before you. There's still waters before you. There's harvest before you. There's satisfaction right there for the taking, but you've got to step over the threshold into the next. You're standing at a door and the Lord says, I've got it for you. Just look and see the promised land. Look and see your inheritance that I bought for you in the blood of Jesus Christ. All you need to do is cooperate with me and do it my way, says the Lord. 
He says, do it my way, sister. Do it my way, brother. Let go of the bad habits. Let go of the lusts and the demons. Let go of the influences of this world. Let go of the things you know just aren't right. Move toward me, says the Lord. Go back to church. Get back in the word. Pray to the Lord. Listen to his heartbeat. Listen to his words. Hear his voice for you. Don't be afraid. His love is perfect and fear has torment. So there is no fear in his love. I'm here to encourage you. The Lord has shown me so clearly that so many of us are on the 11th floor and the 11th floor is a dim place. I saw the lights in this 11th floor were dim. They didn't uh, they didn't look like they were even working. They were barely operating. This was a place that had uh, it was dingy. It was dirty. The paint was peeling. God, he does not want you to stay in this place. He's got a wealthy place for you. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about your soul. He wants your soul to prosper. He wants you to recognize that in him, you have everything that you need. In your father's house is all that you need. This temporary location is built and get tired. Glory to God so that you'll begin to let go. Let go of the dead things. Listen, when you're moving, you get a moving truck. You might get a U-Haul, a Penske or whatever you get. You might get two men in a truck. I don't know. But listen, you get all my son's trucking and you get the things you only need to take with you to that next destination. Why? Because a season of transition is a perfect time for you to take assessment. Glory to God. Are. Look at what is in your life and what doesn't need to go with you to the next season. There is a season shift happening right now. It might happen for you today, tomorrow, next week. It might have happened to you two weeks ago and the Lord's just bringing a confirmation. There are new jobs for some people. There are new relationships for some people. There's new insight for some for some people. There's anointing for all of us. The Lord wants you to get out of the gifts and the talents that he naturally gave you that you can use for whatever you want. And he wants you to walk in his anointing. He wants you to walk in his uh, before him to be well pleasing to him. He wants you his will for your life so that things become effortless and you don't run out of steam. Glory to God, because he wants you to be involved in what he is doing. And when we rebel against the Lord, he makes things difficult and he allows us to reap the consequences of what we've sown so that we can come back to him. It's meant to get you back to him. So let's talk about the number 11. Genesis chapter 11 is where they built the Tower of Babel. Why? Because they were united. But were they united in doing the right thing? No, they weren't listening to the Lord. They weren't talking about God's will. They were talking about what they wanted to do. And so they were unified in doing rebellion. And so the Lord visited them and scattered them and he confused their speech. Why? So they would not continue to do the things that he knew were going to injure them and bring uh, damage to the earth realm, to bring damage to his plan for all people. He knew he wanted to establish his kingdom. And if he allowed them to establish their own kingdom and their kingdom remained in the way of his kingdom. So Genesis 11 is where the Lord allowed people to run out of steam. He, he showed them, yeah, you can get a lot done, but I'm not going to let you get to where you think you're going to get. Glory to God. You're not going to find satisfaction. And so Genesis 11 is sandwiched between Genesis 10 and Genesis 12. In Genesis 10, we see the earth being established, reestablished after the flood through Noah's so order was being reestablished in the earth, but it was world order because uh, Ham, because of his wickedness, allowed sin into the world all over again. And they began to spread throughout the earth. The Canaanites began to spread without, throughout the earth. The Babylon spirit that, that Nimrod allowed into the earth began to spread. And so they were united in rebelling against God. So there was order, but it was world order. Oh, glory to God. Say there's another level of order for my life. The Lord. 
wants kingdom order in your life. That's where we find Genesis 12. Genesis 10, men get back uh, to doing what they've always done, using their gifts, talents, and abilities, and establishing their own stuff. But Genesis 11 says, whoa, I'm going to confuse you. I'm going to bring things to an end. I'm not going to let you establish what you thought you were. I'm going to make you run out of steam. And then Genesis 12, he establishes his kingdom with a man named Abraham. Kingdom order. The Lord is asking you to step out of doing things like the world and step into doing things like him. What did Abraham do? He believed God and the Lord it to him for righteousness. Listen, you think it's hard, but just trust him. You think it's difficult, but you just say yes. You think you just can't please the Lord, but all you got to do is walk with him. All you've got to do is acknowledge him in all of your ways. He's letting you run out of steam on this 11th floor so that you can let go of some things that are bad. 12th level with him. Glory to God. And that's where things spread and they bring righteousness in your atmosphere. You want to see your family change? Connect with the Lord. You want to see your finances change? Connect with the Lord. I'm not saying you're going to be rich. What I'm saying is God funds his kingdom. God bless kingdom is coming to pass. That's where his blessing resides. And you don't have to worry about those things. He's calling us out of mammon. He's calling us out of the kingdom of this world. And he's calling you to be a peculiar person a member of a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, operating within the ecclesia, the church, which legislates the perfect will of God in the earth. Occupy till I come, said Jesus. But we can't get there if we're still operating and living like the world. Watching whatever we want, listening to whatever we want. We're not guarding the gates of our soul. We're not going to church. We're not Bible study. We're not going to Bible study. We're not ministering to people because we don't have the love of God for people. We're so self-centered, so selfish like Jacob was. He just wanted to fill his coffers. He just wanted to satisfy his flesh, get what he wanted, get his wife and get out of town. But no, the Lord had kingdom of and he said, I'm going to let you run out of steam and I'm going to disable you. I'm not going to allow you to walk without my help. Glory to God. I'm going to show you there's a limit to where you are. And you're feeling that in this season. Many of us are feeling the limitations and the restrictions of Egypt, of Babylon, of the world system. And that's where we live. But it's not where we serve. It's not who we serve. We serve the Lord. If you're in Christ, you are here to serve God and to be well pleasing to him. And so you are in a season of transition. The Lord is setting you up for a leap. God is leading some people to a leap. What do you do when you leap? You step out on something where you don't necessarily know how things are going to shake out. God, somebody tell me that that is the definition of faith. And it, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So through this season, God is preparing you to be well pleasing to him for you to step out and do something that otherwise you would not do. If he allowed you to be comfortable for too long, you would never move. You would never change. You would never aspire. You would never desire anything except where you are. And you don't want to get to a place where you've been given over to a reprobate mind. You've been given over to a lifestyle where God says they just never will change. I've done all I can. They can't change. No, you want to be one who allows the Lord to transform you through a renewing of your mind. How? By you surrendering to his perfect will. Lord asking you to take a leap? Where is the Lord asking you to say, I, I give up? Where is the Lord asking you to surrender your heart to him so that you can move up a level into a kingdom establishment where you step out of operating with your gift and operating with your will, your, your human will, and you begin operating under the grace of God and the anointing of the Holy Spirit where you're no longer doing things in your own strength. You're submitting all of yourself to God and you're moving in his strength. 
I'm telling you, this is a word for the, from the Lord. And this is for so many of us who don't think God has a plan for your life. God has a perfect plan. If you seek him, you will find him. If you ask, you will receive. If you knock, it will be opened. And so don't stay where you're uncomfortable when you know the Lord has more for you. You feel it. He's put eternity in your heart. You know you can recognize the greater things of God are in you. You know because the discomfort is proof to you that you don't belong there. The discomfort in the season of the now is proof to your soul it's not where you're supposed to stay. Lean in and ask God, what do I need to let go of for this season? I praise God for you. I want to minister to you even more, but I do believe this is on-time word to release to you on 11-22-22, a season of transition, a time where the Lord comes and he tries to remove the rebellion out of your out of your life, where he knows you now have the grace and the faith to step into another level in him. And he wants you more than you'll ever imagine. He will empower you. When acknowledge our weakness, when God comes in and gives us his strength, it's when we have fellowship with his sufferings. It's when we acknowledge that the thing we should boast about is our weaknesses so that we can enjoy his glory. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do this like you've got it all figured out. Allow the Lord to transition you to move you. It's moving season. We haven't gotten to 2023 yet, but God is seeding the ground for the harvest in 2023 for your life. And I'm not telling you to think about money. I'm talking about your heart condition where you have shalom peace, where you have intimacy with God, where you are uh, tight knit with the Lord, where you're acknowledging him in all of your ways, where it's you and God against everybody else. And you know you've got God on your side and you're walking in perfect peace with him. I bless God for you. I pray for you. I pray that the spirit of the living God to move you out of this place where you don't need to reside. It's a temporary location. It's just like Egypt in the word of God, where the people of God were in bondage for 400 years, but it wasn't where they were to stay. They were being set up through discomfort to something else. And they began to cry out to God. Praise the Lord. He wants you to cry out to him. He promises to hear your cry. He promises to deliver you out of your trouble. But you first have to come and you have to come authentically, meaning you come empty saying, God, not my will, but your will be done. Not mine. Take my will away. Show me. Show me your will, God. The things that I know that I want, I can get them if I just surrender to you. I don't have to do this thing in my own strength and my own eye, my own wits my own intellect, my own ability. Yeah, you're talented. Yeah, you're cute. Yeah, you're amazing. Yeah, you've got good things going for you, but the Lord has greater for you. He has greater for you. He has much greater for you, sister. He has such greater things for you, my brother. And I'm just so full of joy because I know this is the word of the Lord that's going to break some things open in some people's lives. I pray that's you. I pray that you put this seed of the word in your in the belly of your soul and you just put dirt over it and water it with his word. I pray that you take this into prayer and you ask the spirit of God to minister to you where this resides in your personal walk with him. Where do you reside on your journey with God right now? How is he moving you out of the now into the next? He moves people from the now into the next. He changes your name your position. He changes your stature. He changes you have with him and man. There are things God shifts when we shift our heart, when we let the stones of our heart be removed. Glory to God. 
when we begin to stop worshiping things and we worship the Lord, where we sacrifice for him, where we put our love and heart toward him and nothing else. And, and it's unconditional. God, even in this season, I'm content. Even in this season, I know you're working it out. And if you could see that 12, glory to God. There was an angel on the staircase between the 11th and the 12th level. He was working on the transition season. He was working on that staircase to make it just right for when people needed to come up from the 11th to the 12th. And that's what the Lord has been doing, preparing the transition for you. He's been preparing it, preparing the ground, preparing the conditions, putting you in the place where you think you don't belong, but he's got you right where he wants you. You've been having questions about your identity. You've been having questions about your faith. You've been having questions about your life. You've been having questions about friends having questions about fun. What do I do for fun? You've been having questions about habits that you can't seem to just shape. And it's time for the Lord. It's time for you to allow the Lord to speak into those things. You've got to go to him. You've got to wrestle with him. You've got to allow him to lead you to a leap where there seems to be nothing to stand on except his word. You can trust his word. You can trust his voice. You can trust his will. You can trust his heart. He is near the brokenhearted. Hallelujah. The Bible says that a bruised reed he won't break and a smoking flax he won't put out. Meaning when you're when you're weak, when you're down and out, he's not going to break you. He's not going to kill you. No, he ministers to you with compassion right there. Because he knows what you need and what you need is him. Read Psalm 42 in this season. Psalm 42 is like 42nd Street on, in Grand Central wherever you want by going to the Lord and asking him to be close to you. Return to the Lord and find direction. I praise God for you. If you want to learn more about our ministry, uh, go to faithfireworldwide.com. This is Faith Fire Worldwide Revival Ministries. Frank Miggins here, and I just pray that this ministers to you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you great peace. Until next time, God bless you for somebody else. God bless you. Bye-bye.